Are you worried about hormonal weight gain? You want to know how to lose it or how to prevent gaining it to begin with? I'm going to share with you exactly how it crept up on me and what I could have done to prevent it. I'm also going to give you tips on how to lose it. And ladies, is your partner not on board with your healthy habits or a quest for a healthier lifestyle? We're going to tap into Mike's knowledge today and help you encourage him to join your journey. Tons of great info, so grab your coffee and let's get into it. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, post Thanksgiving. Happy Friday. Happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. It is Black Friday. Gosh, how things have changed. Honestly, it ain't really Black Friday. It's no. already the sales started like weeks ago. It's crazy. It's it, a race you, to see who spends their money first. It's annoying because it ruined the sanctity of Black Friday oh, for me. Oh, it killed it. Black, killed it. Black Friday used to be such a fun thing for me every year. Yeah. I literally used to have my Thanksgiving with the family and all of that, and then I would shop all night long. Yeah. Or actually, when I first started doing Black Friday, I would shop five o'clock in the morning. We would get up and go shopping because everything would open early. I remember that. Yep. But as the years progressed, things would, it's like, then they were open all night. Then they were just open on Thanksgiving. Then yeah. nobody's even enjoying Thanksgiving with their family. No, because they're going to probably be open tomorrow, some of the stores, right? Yeah, so it's crazy, but it changed, and I miss the good old days where I would gather my girls. We had a crew. It's like my sister-in-law. We'd all meet up, and we would shop till we dropped. I bet. You'd and be all tired because you weren't used to getting up that early back then, probably. Back then, that was a big deal. It was. Okay? Now it's like normal, but we would shop till we drop, and then we would always end because we'd go to the mall, and then we'd always end with a early lunch at the Cheesecake Factory. That's a good plan right there. That's it a good way fun. to end it. Yeah. It was fun. So I'd say I missed that because it's gone. There, back then, you didn't do a lot of online shopping. No. Now, there's no reason to do that. No, it's over. It's just... It's online. Amazon. That's it. Here you go. Boom. At your doorstep the next day. I know. You don't have to fight the line. I mean, I will be doing some online but, shopping. But let's be honest. You really want to go fight the crowd? I don't. I'm, I'm cool. It's just, it just gets wild out there. People fighting in the malls and No, I was just going to say that. Do you remember how it used to get crazy? Yeah, I do. I never seen personal seen no brawls, but I had some friends that were at this mall here in Milpitas and shots rang out when you got crazy. Because they do those door busters where they only have so many and so yeah. everyone runs. Yeah, it's dangerous. So yeah, so much for the holly jolly Christmas. <laughs> so let me ask you this. When do you think Black Friday is, actually starts now? Like really starts the sales today or has it already started? November 1st. <laughs> They killed it. I saw stacks of TVs at Target right now, super cheap, killed and it, it said Black Friday deals, and there was tons of them. But see, because there's tons of them, and because there was no like scarcity factor, nope. Nope. nobody's tripping on the freaking nah. cheap TVs. Nah, that is gone. Because what is it? It's when it's limited, people want it. But yeah. when it's a lot available. So it's yeah. all supply and demand. That's all it is. It's crazy. It's too much supply. No, the demand is low. I have my list of there are some companies that are keeping with Black Friday traditions. And I'm one of them, by the way, but I'll get over go over that in a second. But whereas they're starting it on Thanksgiving and that's it. And then it's yeah. Thursday and Friday. They'll take the weekend, go back to regular prices. Then Monday, maybe do another little special. But what do you mean? This Cyber Monday. Yeah, that's Cyber Monday. Exactly. 
But see, Cyber Monday used to be for people to shop online. But you wait. But first you did your shopping. Then you did Cyber Monday. What I feel like is happening is companies thought that people were spending their money. They didn't want people to spend their money elsewhere. So they try to be the earlier one. Yes. It's annoying. Yeah, they killed it. But I still, I personally like to, I have a list of websites that I want to check because those are where I want to get certain gifts. And I will check to see what their deals are and I'll get my gifts if there's a good deal there, right? Yeah. I don't let the sales tell me what to buy. Exactly. That's where you have to be careful. Buy what you need to buy, what you would buy anyway, but just get the best possible deal for it. That's a very good advice right there. Very good input. And the other thing is... Just a little shopping tidbit, you guys, because listen, I know I laugh because when, remember when I'm prime day, when I said, don't buy too much stuff, consumerism, yeah. that I had all the boxes. Of course. But I'm giving you serious tips on another thing. If you are going to buy someone something that's $100, okay, it's a $100 item and you got some killer deal on it and you got it for 40 bucks, don't then feel like you need to buy more things because you spent less on them. That's true. Then you're not getting any deal at all. No. Do you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people go, oh, shoot, now I got to buy more things because it was on sale and I only spent 40 bucks. I'm a cheapo. No, that's the whole point of buying something on sale. Save money. That's what it's all about, especially in this economy. You want to save money. Mm -hmm. There's these blankets that I want to get. I think it would be a good gift for like household gifts for people. And it's so hard because I don't want to say everything on this web podcast sometimes because people listen yeah family and stuff listen that i buy gifts for careful but anyways i so i'm going to i've already wanted to purchase those and i know they'll go on some sort of sale so now will be a good time to buy it yeah but i'm not going to buy more for the family just because i got a 200 dollars blanket for a hundred yeah you know what i'm saying i think people do that they feel like they need to they overspend too much yeah and then there's consequences because then you got Christmas a month from now. So you got to be careful. What Christmas? Huh? I said, you got to be careful not to overspend on Black Friday because you still have the holidays. But you you're spending for, you're spending I'm saying for people Christmas. Go over. Yeah, sometimes people spend for now though. and for, But but they're buying Christmas presents. Sometimes, yes. But they're buying now for themselves too, though, babe. <laughs> yeah, Don't me. get it twisted. One for me. Don't think that everybody's buying for Christmas. No, you got to put People are buying no, that's now. that's what I do. One for me and one for thee. Well, there you go. See? <laughs> one for me, one for that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are buying for Christmas, but some people are buying for the now, for right now. You mean for themselves? You'd like for to buy in yourself some Christmas presents? A couple of things. I just bought a, I didn't even get nothing on Black Friday. I just bought a couple of shoes that I needed. I did try to get like the best deal for you though. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I'm always looking for deals. Yes, you are. But I, again, queen. I don't let the sales tell me. I tell the sales. Exactly. Be careful because in this day and age with influencers like me, I don't ever want to tell people to buy stuff they don't need or whatever, though. I do post things, but like you guys, I just did. I did a pajama haul for a brand on Amazon and I was really impressed. Okay, I actually was going to buy Christmas pajamas. Alyssa and I always get Christmas pajamas. I was going to get them from Skims. Because I like Skims. This brand on Amazon literally felt like Skims. Wow. So I got them from Amazon instead. And they're like, uh, let's see, a quarter of the price of the Skims. I mean, you can't beat that. That's a a deal. A quarter of the price? Yeah, quarter. That's saving a lot of money. 
Yeah. And I'm not shameless. Not This is not sponsored, but I'm just sharing you guys. That's what I mean by I needed to buy pajamas anyway, because that's our tradition that we do every year. But I was going to buy skims and then got presented with these from a brand. And I'm like, you know what? I like those. So, yes. You like the material and everything, the way they fit, huh? I love them. That's good. They're actually a happy customer. Then. Yeah, I was happy. So anyways. Money well spent. Anyways, another on also on the Christmas cheer tip is can, my house is officially Candy Cane Lane, you guys. Yeah, you hooked it up today. It is Candy Cane Lane. I did it. And I have something to share. I didn't even tell you this yet. I told oh. Lisa oh. because she texted me right after it happened. What it only happened? happened one time. I was decorating for Christmas and I literally was thinking about my mom. I, I came across an ornament that had Christmas balls in the Santa beard. And I'm like, oh, my mom loved Christmas balls specifically. And the lights in the coffee bar flickered. Have you ever seen those lights flicker? I'm just curious. Do they flicker? No. The one, the ones in the coffee bar, not the ceiling ones. No. The coffee bar. No, I They haven't. flickered. Wow. Like no, full blown flickered. Wow. And ironically, also, my mom loved my coffee bar. Yeah, she did. Remember, she I used to always offer her coffee. Yeah. She came over, always made her coffee. She loved that I turned that area into a coffee bar. It's actually a, a, a bar. <laughs> it was a bar with alcoholic drinks, but no, yeah. we converted it to a coffee bar. And I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if there's the power or something's wrong with the power. I even mentioned it to Tyler. I was like, shoot, I hope like the breaker's not going to switch off or whatever. The guy hadn't even plugged in. And then I checked, the guy hadn't even plugged the lights in yet. That was doing the lights outside. So they flickered in only once and that was it. Never happened again. She's saying you're a sign that she's close by. It could be. She's a good job. Good job. Yeah. Good job, daughter of mine. You're celebrating Christmas in my honor. I know because you guys know that was the whole reason why I rushed. I actually found that person on task rabbit to do it the day before Thanksgiving because that was my promise. So what are the chances that the lights are going to flicker? And you said you almost smelled her today in Target, too. I, no, I didn't almost smell her. Oh, I smelled oh, her. you smelled her. In Target. You saw me. I stopped, and I said, that lady right there smells like my mom. That's crazy, that scent. That was very distinct smell in Target. And every time I'm walking down that main aisle in Target, I always think about, man, my mom walked this aisle so many times. She loved going to Target. I bumped into her at Target a few times. See, she loved going to Target and loading up the, the cart with toys for the grandkids. Yeah, yes, she did. Black Friday sales, you guys. Now you can officially join Jay's Body Bootcamp for 40% off. The deal goes through Monday. And it is the cheapest it's ever going to be. And it is locked in for the duration of your program. So if you stay with me three months, six months, nine months. I have some clients I've had for two years on that Damn, program. Damn, they're locked in. And so the code is Black Friday, no space. So discount code Black Friday. There you go. And then 1UP Nutrition is still 30% off. They are site-wide, plus you can still use my code for an additional discount. Now's the time. Get the creatine and get protein powder. Those are the like, yes. if gold. you don't know gold. what to get, get the protein powder, get the cre- get the pure rebuild. And then also I like the daily cleanse for digestion and then the pre-workout. Those are like on repeat for me on reorder. Get them every time. And then CRZ Yoga is also having tons of deals too, so... Check out CRZ Yoga on Amazon and my Amazon storefront, or you can check my Like to Know It for the recent details and hauls that I I did. There you have it. There you have it. All right. We are moving on to Comment Corner already because I don't have to hold my coffee. You don't hold my coffee. 
Wow. No, there is no hold my coffee on my. That's a first. Yeah. Everyone's been behaving themselves very nicely. All right. Let's go into this comment from just me on YouTube. And she says, do you have a podcast about Ozempic and menopause? I'm wondering if it could be done without losing muscle mass. So that's a good question, actually. Yeah. I can tell you from, obviously, I've not taken Ozempic. I almost wanted to try taking it just to see how much control you could still have over what you ate personally. So I can say I tried it and this was my experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't and I didn't. But the clients that I've worked with that have taken it, they had those intentions as well. I can tell you this. They're like, oh, I'm going to take Ozempic, but I'm going to eat a lot of protein and I'm still going to work out. Let me tell you what happens. There is some switch, that dosage, that weight loss dosage turns off in the brain that makes you not want to eat, like at all. So the last thing you want to eat is protein. Yeah. Very difficult to get in protein. And you're eating, the reason why you lose a lot of weight is because you're not taking in a lot of calories because you simply don't want to eat. I'm talking like very low calories, maybe 800 calories a day. Dude, that's nothing. It's nothing. That's a meal right there. Yeah, so that's not enough calories to even get close to your protein goal. No. Do I think that you can take Ozempic and prevent losing muscle? No. Not that weight loss dose of Ozempic. No. No. I don't. I Listen, you can't prevent losing muscle even on a normal calorie deficit. True. You're still going to lose muscle. Yes. If if you're under the impression that in a calorie deficit, you don't lose any muscle, that's usually not the case, unfortunately. Now, the whole purpose during a calorie deficit is not to do a very big deficit and eat as much protein as possible and resistance train as much as possible to minimize that loss. Yes. But it's very hard to preserve all your lean muscle when you're in a deficit. And think about this. Calories is energy. Yes, it is. Okay. So what happens when you're eating low calories? What do you think? Of course, your energy is going to be low. You're energy. not going to have that extra boost. So you're not going to have that boost for the gym no. that's going to be necessary for you to retain that muscle mass. I just think it's very tricky. Now, if you have a lot of body fat, a lot of weight to lose, I would do Ozempic. Because you probably don't have a whole ton of lean muscle to begin with. Yeah. And at least to get to a more manageable weight and then come off of Ozempic and lose, continue to lose. You don't have to take yourself to way thin. Like a lot of these people that they don't, like I heard Sharon Osbourne, actually that's a good hot coffee topic. Sharon Osbourne came out and said, I'm, I can't, I lost too much weight on Ozempic and now I can't get it back. Like that's I can't crazy. Gain it. Too much weight. She's in the, she's under a hundred pounds. Oh, that's dangerous. And, um, and she's an older woman too. Yeah. She's super an, dangerous. Yeah. And you got to understand if you're older, she's older, like senior citizen. I know you need that, your frame, you need that muscle on your Let frame. Let me tell you what you risk when you lose muscle. We're talking about life. Okay. Years on your life. When you lose muscle, you increase the chances of having some sort of a bone fracture, a serious injury, Break a hip. something like hip. Yeah. Yeah. So I used to work at a, like a, 
an old, what do you call it? Like senior, senior living facility? center. It was like yeah. a senior care facility yeah. for the wealthy too. So we're pretty wealthy people. Yeah. So they had a special hospital section and then they had the living section where they had their little apartments. And I always remember they mm. would do so good. They were these hip ladies playing bunco. bunco. And if they had a, a, a fall, if they broke their hip, they would go into the hospital side of the facility and never come out. It was over, huh? Over. Isn't that crazy? You break a hip. It's, it's over. It's weird. Yeah. And you know what prevents you from breaking bones and breaking a hip? Your mu muscles, That's muscle volume. Your balance. Balance. You have to have strong muscles to prevent those sorts of issues with your bones. So even like osteoporosis and things like that. Facts. Because it's called sarcopenia. It's called age-related muscle loss. And it happens because as we get older, we move less. So we lose the muscle. Our muscles literally atrophy. That's why it's important to work out now so you have a strong body for the future. Yeah. That's what I keep preaching. Don't worry about the now. Yes, it's important, but you're building now for the future. So yeah, you have a strong frame you, for the future. You want to build it. And and yes. the older, if you, it's hard to build. So you, you want to build it for as many years as you can so you have a good foundation by the time yep. you become a senior. Yes. But once you lose it, and you're a senior or you're an older woman or, or older person, it's going to be extremely difficult to get back. So do I think the juice is worth the squeeze with if you're like, so if you're in trying to lose menopause weight gain with Ozempic, that means you're of menopausal age. It, this is where the most important thing for you to do is build muscle. Yes. And lose body fat, minimize muscle loss. Minimize. You do that with a modest calorie deficit, but Ozempic is a extreme calorie deficit. And for women, it's hard to build muscle. For men, it's mm -hmm. hard. You guys are like 10 times harder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't have like testosterone levels like we do. But so if someone were to want to make that attempt, what you'd have to do is you'd have to still track your macros. And but for you, instead of trying to stay within a calorie limit, you're going to have a calorie goal. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to have it. I got to get in at least such and such amount of calories. That number would depend on the person. And I have to get in protein. It would be non-negotiable. But have I, re to. I remember I had that plan with one of my clients and she couldn't, what happened? she couldn't do it. She couldn't eat more than 700 calories a day. Wow. That's nothing. That's like I said, that's like a meal. Yeah. And the problem with that is when you lose that muscle, you're going, your metabolism is going to slow down with that because you, yes. you're, you don't, your body doesn't require as much energy to, to function without muscle. So now your basal metabolic rate is going to drop. So when you come off the Ozempic, you've now lost your muscle. So when you gain weight back, guess what? It's not muscle. Nope. It's body fat. Yes. So now you've totally skewed that balance. And now you've got very high body fat, even if you weigh less than you did before. Because the weight you put back on, remember, it's not going to be the muscle you lost. It's all going to come in the form of body fat. Yeah. Dr. Peter Atiyah, hopefully I said his uh -huh. name on Instagram. He talked about that. Like his patients are like skinny fat that are doing Ozempic. Like he doesn't yeah. recommend it. We're going to see a lot of that with, and it's going to skew the average body fat percentages that are going to go up. Because I think a lot of these people that are losing, I see it, you guys. Like I'm watching oh, yeah. Real Housewives and you can see the ones that have done Ozempic. Their legs are super skinny. Like yes. they're very thin, which is all fine and dandy. But when you stop the medication and the weight comes back, your body composition is not going to be favorable. No, 
it's already hard to put on muscle. And as an older person, an older woman already, especially in your senior years, it's almost impossible. It's hard it's, you, because you're not as strong. You're not putting the resistance on your muscles. You're not putting the tension there. Yeah. You're, no, you're, exactly. You can lift, but it's going to be very lightweight. Right. It's not going to build a lot of muscle. Yeah. So like the two main reasons in Ozempic, on Ozempic that you're going to lose the muscle is it's going to be hard to actually have good, effective workouts because you don't have a lot of energy. Your workouts are going to be lackluster. Yep. And also, you're going to have a hard time meeting your protein goal. So when protein is not met, your muscle is going to be lost. So it's two, It's like a double whammy. What do you always say? People ain't opting for the protein. They're going to go for the carbs. Right. Because it's easier to digest. Yeah, because that's they're See, going to go simple. for the highly palatable. Yes. Some people have come back and told me, no, that's actually not. We, I don't crave anything high fat. It gives me a stomach ache. So there's very specific things that they want to eat based on how they feel. Because, again, also the side effects. So when it comes to, I do want to talk about like menopause, weight gain, and how to prevent it, and what happened to me and what I could have done to prevent it. The issue is with menopause weight gain, you lose it in the same way that you lose it in your 20s and 30s. It's by creating a calorie deficit. So why is it so hard to lose the weight that you gained on menopause it's just because it's harder to get in the deficit. Oh, uh, nothing to do with like, your metabolism or thyroid or your hormones. It could have to do what it is to do with the hormones, but it's because of the, the side effects. So gotcha. if it could, this is what I recommend. So if you are in menopause or perimenopause, get your blood work done. See where you're at. Get yes. some baselines done and then get it done like every six months to see what's going on. If you believe you're in peri or you believe... Menopause is approaching. Remember, men officially menopause is confirmed only after 12 months, consecutive months of no period. So you have no period for 10 months and then you have a period. It starts back to zero. Ah, uh, okay, I never so, knew that. Something so, new I learned. Yeah, once you have had no period for 12 months and then your levels are checked, you'll they'll confirm that you're in menopause based on you'll be in menopausal levels of progesterone and estrogen, testosterone, things like that. So I would recommend getting your levels checked and also because check on your thyroid because I didn't know that in menopause, a lot of women, so 30% of women going through menopause, their thyroid becomes underactive. I didn't know that stat. See, look at that. You're finding out new things about yourself. That's crazy though. I didn't know because I would have been more inclined to be on top of that and really get it checked more often. Mm. Because that definitely for me, so one thing I would have done differently is I would have, as soon as my periods became really irregular, I should have gone in for blood work and yeah. demanded blood work or gotten a, a, a separate company. Because my doctor was, they weren't just going to randomly test my hormones for me. There was no reason for them to do no. it. No. So I would have done that. And then I would have maybe um, paid a little closer attention to my thyroid at that time because I saw that it did look skewed when yeah. I got my blood work done, but I didn't really question it because my doctor wasn't concerned. But then when I looked at my history, I'm like, wait a minute, it's definitely way more underactive than it was a year ago. And that, that impacted my weight gain as well. You know what sucks is that's their job. They should catch that stuff. Now yeah. you have to catch it. They should catch it. Like Mrs. Escobar, we see yeah. here that your thyroid is very underactive. Yeah. And they should, it, for but me, the big thing was the alarm was the change, the historical difference. I went from a 2.0 in, in the number, if you know these numbers, to a 4.8 or 4.9 in uh, a year. It more than doubled. And that's 
very different. And then all the years prior to that, it was always around a two. Oh, wow. So it, there, it definitely skewed suddenly in the course of a year. And when you have an underactive thyroid, your metabolism slows down. So I always tracked my macros. So it's not like I was not living a healthy lifestyle and the weight, like I, all, all of a sudden I look up, oh my God, I've gained so much weight. For me, I always tracked my macros, but I didn't realize that now those macros weren't as effective because my thyroid was underactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coupled with the fact that my mood was low, my energy was low, my sleep was poor. So my workouts were lackluster. Yes. I wasn't sleeping as good. I probably had more off track days than I usually do. Like my cheat day, I still stayed on track during the week, but my cheat day started Friday nights and I would eat chips sometimes chips. and not track it yes. and things like that started to happen. A drink here and there. And on top of all of that, I wasn't weighing myself. Oh, the accountability scale. So the weight crept so slowly that I didn't notice it. I wore workout clothes. Your leggings fit if you're... 120 pounds or 140 pounds. That's true. The leggings still fit. And you and it, it comes on slowly, so you don't notice. You don't feel any different. The layers creep up. Yep. It, it creeps up. So had I been on top of my blood work so that I knew about my thyroid, I could have gotten medication sooner. And had yes. I been accountable to the scale, I would have noticed that my weight was creeping up and it wouldn't have taken me 15 pounds before I realized it. That's true. At least you got ahead of it now. You jumped on it before it got too late. Or not too late, but it got too far yeah. along. Because a lot of people let it go too long. Yeah. But if you have, so those are all the things. If you're in perimenopause, my tip to you is go get your blood work done. Make sure your thyroid is good. You have to be tracking macros because what is going to happen if you don't track is slowly you're going to eat more. And then you also have to track your movement because if you don't track your movement, slowly you're going to move less. And it is those combination of things that is going to allow the weight to creep up. And it'll creep. Before you know, it, you're like, how the hell did I put on 20 pounds? And lastly, weigh in. Weigh I'm in. sorry. Accountability I, scale, you guys. I used to be of the school of stay off the scale, picture how your clothes fit, whatever. So I came across a post that I did a year ago. So it's exactly a year ago. And I was doing like a try on haul for a brand and I screen grabbed the back. And I realized that already a year ago, the weight was starting to creep up. Damn. And it was like around, it was like a tube, like around mm -mm. my intersection, my midsection. So it was almost like I was wearing a, a floaty. Yeah. So I'll put the picture those. up that I found Yeah. Uh, on the screen because it was shocking to me, to be honest. I was like, oh my God, it was already, cause I thought it got worse than that for sure. Because it continued to creep up very slowly. Then we were in the holidays. And then I remember right after Christmas, I wasn't officially in menopause yet. I was in perimenopause. And you can be in perimenopause for five, six years. So I just thought, oh, man, perimenopause got me because I definitely feel fluffy after the holidays than I normally feel. And I went on a little cut and I felt much better after a month, but I'd still never weighed myself. So what I didn't realize was in that cut, I didn't go back down to where I thought I did. You assumed. I assumed because be I assuming. just, I don't know. I just didn't want to get on the scale. And I thought I just, I really just was in denial. Can't be scared of the scale. So don't be scared of the scale. No, you need data. You need to know what your yeah. body's doing, where you're at. It's good to do that. I weighed myself today. I'm not worried. I'm up a couple pounds. So what? Yeah. Tracking. 
and monitoring your movement too, because otherwise you're not going to realize, wow, I am moving less. I, I used to walk at lunch every day. Now I don't. I used to average 9,000 steps a day. Now I average seven. Why? Because if you're in menopause, your energy is lower. So yeah. you're going to, unbeknownst to you, it's not going to be obvious. Your body's going to... You're going to start conserving energy in places you don't even realize. You're going to have a, You're not going to have your pep to your step, like you always say. Yeah. You're be low energy. You're just going to be low energy, and your body will conserve. Yes, it will. It'll power down. It will power down and conserve energies. That's why if you don't know, the weight will creep up because you're not paying attention to the data points that are shifting. Yeah. Someone once said on, on a post, it was cool, they said, listen... It took you years to pack that weight on, layers of it, layers of body fat. You think you're just going to undo it like in a couple of weeks? No. Yeah. doesn't work that way. No, it takes time. You, yeah. That's what you it have creeps. to know. But the good news is, and it, now I can tell you from experience, you can still lose weight in menopause. Okay? You can lose body fat. You can get yourself into a calorie deficit. And you have to just focus on your symptoms Fix the symptoms and then implement the health, the lifestyle protocol, and then will come the weight loss. Yes. You can't skip over the symptoms, though, because it's the symptoms that cause you to put the weight to begin with, meaning you can put yourself in a calorie deficit and start working out. But if you didn't fix the symptoms, your workouts aren't going to be very good. You're really not going to be putting out energy. You're probably not going to have a lot of neat calories, which is all the calories you burn when you're not exercising. And it's going to be hard for you to stick to that deficit because you're not sleeping, you have low energy, you have a low mood. You're going to go through the motions at the gym. You're not really going to give it right. your all. So it's going to feel like you're following a program, but you're really not. You're mm -hmm. not doing it with intention. You're going to be half-stepping. Yeah. Yeah. We, even like we talked, we had a talk. If you guys are not following us on candidly underscore with coffee on Instagram, we had a whole long walk and talk about that, having how yep. the difference between working out and working out with intention. Yes. Huge difference. You don't get the benefits just by walking in the gym doors and throwing some weights around. You don't reap the rewards because you did that. You have to actually go and then you have to actually have a good workout. I say that now with this younger generation, not to gas them, but I see the guys working out and they're not working out with intention, with yeah. intensity. Like you got to, yeah. Either either they're not working out with intensity or they're trying to hit weights that they can't handle. They're over trying to ego lift. Yeah. Uh, I see mm -hmm. it all the time. Dude, go lighter and push harder. Mm -hmm. But you're trying to force yourself to push heavier weight where your body's not equipped to handle that yet. Your technique is not there. Yeah. They want to rush the process. They think by going heavier and doing sloppy form and technique, they're going to build muscle. No, it doesn't work that way. All right, you guys, moving on moving to... On. Manifest AB777. Question for Mike for an episode. What age did he truly feel like changing his health and lifestyle as a man? My husband is 35. He binge drinks alcohol about four days a week and eats Ouch. like a teenager. He's Ooh. very tall, but he weighs almost 290 pounds. Big boy. I recently have become sober from alcohol, watch what I eat, and work out even while I work graveyard shifts. I'm feeling discouraged and sad because it's hard to watch someone I love slowly let themselves go while we have two little kids to live for. I tried talking to him about it, but he doesn't doesn't care. I pray daily. Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. What was that? Probably 40 years old when I flipped the switch. 
Yeah, you started to flip the switch. We stopped partying around like 39 or so. What, when what? I competed, though, it was before you were 40. So before 39. I was 40. Yeah, I flipped it. Things started to kind of change. I then. hired your coach, Matt Allen. Uh-huh. Went on my own little diet journey with him, changed my eating up, and I had great results with him. You were 30, 38. 38, yeah, okay. 38. So that's what, a decade ago? Mm-hmm. About 10 years ago. But what did it take? I started first. You did. And I yes. know and I noticed in your comment, you said you recently have made changes. Recently. So <clears throat> those changes, and now let me tell you this. Now that you've changed, his poor habits are like blaring red alert fire sirens to you. Because that's what happens when you make a change. Yes. That's true. You're right. For sure. Whereas things you Mm -hmm. were no big deal before, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, you're eating that? Or you just start to have a different view of what he's doing. Now, keep in mind, you just, if you recently made the change, that's step one, actually. It is. Because you didn't harp on me. You wanted to compete and you wanted to change your body. And you just said, well, babe, since I'm making a change and I'm doing it for competition purposes, you have to do it. You didn't push it on me. I just like, I thought I needed to make a change. Yeah. You have to really know your spouse, too. You have to know what would work for them. And he's 35 years old, correct? You said? Yeah. I was still parting at that age. Yeah. So it's that's a tough it one. Still might be a little bit. Of, but the first and most important thing is that you made a change, though, because yes. that, that, believe it or not, even though it doesn't seem like it, it will impact over time. Over it time. It will shift things. Yeah. I say start. Look at what you're buying for the house and maybe start making healthier food choices. Start yeah. with that. Don't force it on, but start with that slowly. Yeah. Make some, make like a healthy pasta dish of some sort. I'm just throwing it out there. And then yeah. maybe he'll start eating that. He'll start eating what you make. Mm-hmm. And slowly over time, he'll his body will start changing. And mm-hmm. you're not drinking anymore, so slowly over time, he'll get bored and maybe start slowly start drinking. Yeah, because when you don't have a partner in crime at the dinner, if I would, if you would order a cocktail, I would feel like I wanted to order a cocktail. Yes, yes. But if you don't, if you'd order Diet Coke, I'm like, oh, I'll have a Diet Coke. That's true. That's, that's right? what you started doing So that, I stopped drinking. Inadvertently, you don't realize it, but the lifestyle changes you have made probably are already somewhat impacting your spouse. Just You just don't really notice it yet. But I can tell you that you're going to notice every poor choice tenfold more when you're keeping it clean. That's, That's true. for sure. I know yes. that I've experienced that for sure. Um, but the other thing I was going to say, he needs like a trigger event. A lot of times it's pe- men need a wake-up call of some sort. Yeah. Perhaps an annual checkup. Yep. That, like yeah. the beginning of the year is coming up. Maybe you say, hey, we're, I'm going to make, we need to get, make sure our health is in order this year. That's going to be a goal. So I'm going to make us, and include yourself in it. We're going to do checkups to see how we're doing, make sure our blood works good. Yes, that's a good, that's a good advice. Yes. Because a lot of times for men, they need like a kick in the ass. We're hard headed, yeah. straight up. That's a goddamn honest truth. We are just so hard headed and stuck in our ways that we don't like to be told what to do, especially by women. A lot of it's ego. A lot of guys don't yeah. like to be told by their woman what to do. You're right. So you have to be careful. That's why I said know your mate and know how to play it. Are they competitive? Because if they're competitive, maybe you can do a challenge. Do some sort of a True. challenge True. if they're a competitive type person. So play into who they are. Like what made me get into macros? I'm trying to think. I'm a little tired, so my brain's not working right. But what made me finally say, you know what? I want to learn macros from you. 
I want you to show me. I don't me. know. I asked you that recently, Damn. remember? Because I wanted to, I don't know what changed your mind. When I think you're I was like, just ready to do it. Oh, you know what it was? What? I think watching your daughter eat. I was like, how the hell does she eat cereal and stay so lean? Or how yeah. does she eat pasta for a competition? I was baffled. I understand. Yeah, I that's what it. it was. You were, because my daughter, you guys, I'm actually trying to get her on. She, she says she'll come on the podcast, but she is a wizard in oh my God. making she is macro yes. friendly food delicious. Yes. Okay. Every time she walks out of the kitchen, Mike's, wow, what is that? It smells so good. How'd like, you make that? I know. <laughs> but I've seen her eat like different things, like just things that she enjoys. She's not on a rigid diet and that's why it works. No. A lot of times we get ideas from each other. Like she got into the Mediterranean style falafel wraps because of me. Yeah. Then she got me into the protein pasta. I actually just made it. It was part of the newsletter this week. The and that's, burrata. That, that smelled and looked good too. Yeah. The burrata protein pasta. She got me on that pasta because it's 14 grams of protein per serving instead of traditional pasta which is seven grams but you can have regular pasta also you can do it. easily fit it in yes with a heavy meat sauce yep so that you're getting tons of protein That's it's only 200 calories for a serving of most pasta yep that's what I do. Exactly what you That's just said. What and, I'll it put is, ten, and I'll put 10 ounces of ground beef. I right remember there. specifically because you love cereal, you were like, how are you eating cereal? Yep. She was on this kick where she would eat cereal every day, but she had pro fair life milk with protein. Yes, yes, yes. Uh -huh. and, and she measured she out measured it. her cereal and yes. yeah, she could have it. Yeah, that's like her snack. So... Gave me the idea, wait a minute, I want to be able to eat like that. Yeah. And that's why I tell my, my, my guys, listen, I'm not telling you what to eat. I'm just showing you how to eat. Make sure you stay within your macros and you hit your protein goal. Right. And they're loving it. They're loving the freedom to eat what yeah. they want to eat. I, don't I just them. put a post up that couldn't be, it was like, this is what I try to tell people all the time. There is no difference in the way that you should be eating and moving and from when you are cutting versus when you are maintaining or when you are in a surplus, you shouldn't have, oh, when I'm cutting, I got to go on a diet and these are the foods I got to eat my chicken, my bra. No, it, nothing changes except for your volume. That's it. Your number, your macros shift, but the food you eat doesn't have to change. Just your targets change. That's it. Yeah. It's yeah. the only difference. And now because I taught one of my boys the game. He's loving it so much. He's telling his friends about it. Like, dude, I get to eat like chicken quesadillas. And they don't believe it. I get to eat like homemade pizzas. Yeah, they don't. They're like, how the hell are you eating that and getting so lean? They don't understand. They, they think it's like wizardry. It's I not. I don't know. They don't believe it. I don't know what it is. People and they don't want to believe because it because they're stuck in old ways. But they're stuck in the bro side. Don't you want to believe that it's true? Because I feel like you want to believe it's true because. Then it's so much more enjoyable, but it's you want it to be miserable. We're not taking. I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude Wes Wasser said that goes. Why do people want harder? Why do you want to make it harder? It's not hard to make it simpler. He said it best. Like, why yeah. do you guys want harder? Do people, some reason humans want harder. They think it works when it's harder. I don't. You don't want it. to do that. Trust and me. And then when you learn macros, you just get better at spending spending because That's i'm gonna this, i could eat this right now but it's a lot of calories and i'm gonna be hungry the rest of the day so mm, i'm not that's not a wise spend for me right now yes you yes. start to make better choices but not because a coach is telling you no you can't eat that you're on a cut you can't eat that you can't eat that no Too you are choosing because 
you know that it's going to make you hungrier or it's going to make you bloated. You start to make better decisions, but it comes with time. Yes. And it comes not all the time. Sometimes you make the shitty decision. Oh, yep. I just blew 800 calories on something that's going to have me hungry in an hour, but yeah. it tasted good. Yeah. 800 calories and like 20 grams of protein. Like, yeah. ooh, return on investment is horrible. Yeah, I'm going to have a hard time. That's when you do those Faye bowls with a scoop of protein powder to, make <laughs> to up get for it, it like 45 grams. Yes. Yeah. What's funny is they always ask the wrong questions, men. Mm-hmm. They'll ask me, instead of asking how much protein I eat, I get asked, how many carbs are you eating? They're so stuck. You're so stuck on the carbs. Like, carbs are not the enemy, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is with people. Carbs have been demonized so bad over the years. It's not the carbs. It's overeating in general. You could be eating, overeating carbs. You could be overeating protein, overeating fats. You know what's weight. funny? People are gaining weight from eating junk food and then carbs get the blame. Guess what junk food has? More fat than anything. More fat. <laughs> Way more fat. Way more fat. That's more. Nine calories per gram. Nine calories per gram. Yes. It's way Versus more four. calories. It, it's way more. Ca- so if you have a 400 calorie donut that probably has about 40 grams of fat in it, like 300, 360 calories of that donut are fat. That's terrible. That's a lot. You know what I mean? Like carbs get blamed for junk food when it's just carbs is carbs. There's plenty of carbs that are very freaking macro friendly. Like or, we talked about it before. Or sugar Potatoes. still gets demonized. Yeah. Sugar still gets demonized. Yes. And excess is bad. But if you, if in moderation, if you make it work with the macros, no, you can make it work. You can have a mm-hmm. sweet treat and be okay. Yeah, I do all the time. But people don't, they don't want to believe that. So though. you want, so back to like your spouse. So if get him to the, go, go to the doctor, suggest like healthy activities you can do together. Start like maybe what's something you could do together that's active. What does he already like to do and do it with him? Hey, do you like, maybe he likes to, I don't know, play tennis or something like that. Be like, oh. I'll get into tennis with That's you just true. so you can get more active with each other. Or say, babe, let's go on a hike. It's a nice day. Let's go take a walk or something. Or make a habit like going to walk after dinner just to like talk and stuff. But don't make it seem like I'm doing it because I'm making you. Don't be a nag. Be careful not to be a nag because it doesn't no. work. No, that doesn't they'll, work. They'll just shut down. It's like a, it's like men who are into like, I had a friend always into bodybuilding and working. I always kept himself healthy and fit, but he tried to push it on his woman, his wife. Yeah. It just didn't work. His approach was wrong. And don't be passive aggressive. Oh my God. Don't be passive aggressive. You guys, I know this one is hard, but yeah. especially because yeah. the person that asked this question, because you're noticing you don't do the like, is that what you're going to have for dinner? Yeah. Don't. That's irritating. Because you're doing, you're being passive aggressive. It's so hard. This one's hard. You got on me about burritos though. I know and that, and I, I that was, me. I said, are you another, bur- uh, you're having a burrito again? Cause See? you had one the day before and you flipped out. I did. You were mad. I triggered, but that, but you're being right. But the approach was wrong. Yeah. The pro the, but, and I, but, but you, I know you meant good. You meant good because you're like, I want my husband to live. I don't want him to die. You yeah. can't be eating these every day. So you have to be supportive, but not judgmental and just try not to be like obviously passive aggressive. It's it's tough though. What I can tell you is honestly just continue doing what you're doing. Yes. Try to like Mike said, make healthy dinners, but don't call it out. Don't be like, oh, no. I'm have, making a healthy dinner. They won't even know if you no. become you you get good with it. You can make healthy, high protein dinners, and you don't have to call it healthy. Make the protein burrata pasta. You guys, spaghetti night. Yep. They don't know that they're eating like something don't call it super up. macro friendly. 
make the get a ninja creamy. Hey, hey, babe, you want to watch a movie and have n- some ice cream? Make a ninja creamy protein ice cream sundays. Get you, the hundred calorie popcorn. Yeah, you do that too with the apple pies. There's a little mini apple yeah. pies from Trader Joe's. Yeah, so you get that. Very low calories, mm-hmm. 200 calories. And then you make Ninja Creamy protein ice cream, and you add that with a little caramel sauce. I feel like I'm having apple pile of mode. Yeah, and just say, like, you want a dessert? And then you, and then after they're eating it, they're like, ooh, this is good. Go, oh, it's got a lot of protein. That's actually pretty healthy. You know that? That's how. And then you, you can that, tell You did them. that with me, I think. Yeah, I did. And I was like, ooh, this is good. I asked you. I said, how's that ice cream? Because normally, the weeks before, I had used regular vanilla ice yes, cream. And you're yes. like, it's good. And I yeah, said, that's Ninja Creamy protein ice cream. You're like, oh, I couldn't even tell the difference. No. No, I ate it every, every last so bit of it. So now, that's what we do. We use the Ninja Creamy. Now I'm craving that. Sorry. It's Shoot. bomb, you guys. That's we a hack. We need to get that before yes. Saturday. I want to have it again. Yes. And then the the other thing is like popcorn. If you're going to have movie night or you're going to watch a movie, say, hey, you want a bowl of popcorn? Do all of the, the things, but just do it in a macro-friendly way. And show you're showing them slowly, hey, this is not that miserable. And then you're going to start transforming because you're on a journey and they'll come around eventually. Yes, they will. Like me. I came around eventually. But it takes time. Yeah. Everybody comes around eventually. What do we say? It all starts. It all got to lead from the front. Somebody's got to lead the dance. Look at your kid. Your, your son used to be a carboholic as yeah. a teenager. Look at him now. He's, <laughs> He's like on top of his stuff. Yeah. Everyone He's in this top, household your, tracks your macros. Your wife. Your wife. Your daughter eventually following your footsteps because yeah. I remember you were planning this. I want to get her away from Acro. I want to get her to compete because she has the potential. She has yeah. that mindset. And slowly but surely, you were planning the seed, planning the seed. And one day she flipped but the switch. But what did I do? See, and that's yeah, very much that actually smooth. the same tactic that you can use with your husband because you have to be careful because if you tell like your spouse or your kids for that matter, oh, you can't do that. You can't eat like that. No. Don't eat like that. No. Don't restrict them. Uh, don't go for seconds. They're going to want to do it more. You have to Human play nature. the game a little bit. Yes, you do. And you have to let your spouse feel like it's his decision. Yes. Because if True. he thinks that you are telling him and now and you think that's going to work to change, he'll go in the opposite direction, even if he doesn't want to. He'll say, F you, I'm doing it my way. It is. I'm one to admit right here, you guys. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you as a man, it's an ego thing. We do not like being told what to do. do. But do you have any other suggestions for what she can do? That's about it. You just can't force anybody. There's not really no magic answer. Everybody's different. I'm not in this dude's shoes. I kind of did do the whole, like, let's all get you you compete. You competing... Flipped the switch on me that many years ago. You yeah. competing. I was like, you know what? She's representing me. I got to represent her. I got to represent myself first. Of all. I'm saying like, I got I to represent myself. And I think a lot of guys get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. What happens with men, you got you ladies. This is what men, this is their thought process, which is stupid. Who do I have to look good for? I'm married anyways. I'm already taken off the market. Because men have it in their head. Like back in the days when they're single, they got to work out, look good. So they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, their value is high when they're on the market. You want to mm-hmm. be a high value man. But when you're already taken, you're off the market, you're married. Because a friend of mine made that comment when he's dating a friend of ours. Like, I'm already, I'm not single, so what do I got to look good for? That's a stupid mentality that men have. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they have that in their head. But it's like, dude, for yourself, bro, for yourself. And then f- to show your family, too, as well. You lead to the front. They're still pretty young. Well, yeah, they're young. So he's still young. He, he can't if he's 35. Out. I was still partying a lot he's of He's young. And yeah. we still were binge drinking. Just to, to yes. his credit... We were still binge drinking at 35. We were going hard. We were going hard in the paint at, at I was 35. probably going way harder than this dude. I, I guarantee I was yeah. popping bottles at that age. But Friday, Saturday at nights. 35, I was going hard. But by 37, I, w- I cleaned it up. Yes. 
because I, I didn't right like the way you. I felt. Yeah, and then you were right behind me. So, mm-hmm. the like I said, I think the best thing that you can do if you're listening and this is you and your spouse, like out there, other people, do it first. And yes. others will follow. Yes. Be a Facts. leader. Be a true yep. leader, but lead by example, yep. not by dictation. No, that don't okay? work. It doesn't work. It's annoying. Like, I do not like when people tell me what to do. No. Like, or look, how to did, eat or. Did I? You, I don't know how I got in your head, but you wanted a trainer. I go, I got the guy for you because you wanted to change your body composition. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to compete. You didn't know nothing about mm-hmm. that. So I got the guy for you because. We're in a relationship. You're not going to listen to me as good as, as someone else. You're comfortable with me. And that's what yeah. I did. I hooked you up with Matt Allen. Yeah. And he said, hey, by the way, Janine, would you like to compete? You're like, yeah. yeah, okay, why not? He's like, I'll change your body like you've never had before. And he did. I know, but that was, that's me. That's, but then what, yeah. and then then you had to join. And then I joined eventually. Time. Yes, yeah. it took me some time and I followed behind But you. again, I didn't, but I can tell you this. When I did start competing, I never noticed that he had a burrito every day, nor cared. But all of a sudden, when I'm eating my protein, then it bothered me to see him like laid out like a lump on a log yeah. with his burrito. You'd just yes. walk in the house with your little bag. Burrito and, just, and chips. And then you'd be asleep yes. after you ate it. And it did Food coma. bother me. Whereas before, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. So... To your defense, that's going to happen. That's normal, but you got to bite your tongue a little bit and just try the other tactics. Remember, at the end of the day, it has to feel like it's his idea. Yes. It really does. It really has. So just do your thing. True. And you'll start to transform and you'll start to change. And eventually, if you guys are connected, he'll come around. Yes, he will. I came around. Yeah. I always did. Every time. And then it was my idea to do keto when I did that diet. It wasn't yours. I found out and I was like, I want to do better. I want to try something different. Yeah. I want to lose weight. And I dis- I didn't discover keto, but I discovered a kind mm-hmm. of a diet similar it to keto. It was similar, yeah. We just Because at it. that time, I was lean and fit at the time. I didn't have, so I never used keto for weight loss because I was actually really good. I was training really hard. I yeah. had a trainer at that time. Yep. But I decided it sounded cool and different. So I decided yeah. to yeah. do it with you. Yes. And that's like the whole other ball game and now story. we're still and now we're doing macros together. but if you guys look back there there oh, you definitely man. let things creep up over the let's oh, be let's man. put let's be honest with the, the people you put a picture of, showing what i look yeah. like oh my goodness no they gotta just go watch a podcast from a year ago oh you yeah look that's true different you, your eyes were sunken in you were or right after were, covid it was creeping up for you or right after covid i went crazy i went crazy during covid the so first you time. got back on track again on yes. your own though yes i didn't you're right have you just i stayed on my course and you got back on the track with me again yeah, so I'm not that's where you're at now that i'm not following totally off. different mindset but Mm-mm. you know what guys just remember make it seem like it's their idea that's always worked for me smooth this girl that's <laughs> right, right though you guys, it works thank you see you on the next one 